Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Okay, and we're live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good, Brandon. How good. are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Bob, how you doing? Bob? Uh, Bob, Bob? Uh, Bobby? <laughs> so Bobby is not with us tonight, but he <sighs> will be back with us in the next episode. We wanted to get this in before a big event happening later this week. So we wanted to get that in. First of all, we'd like to thank everybody who listened to and participated in the lengthy process that was our last episode. We apologize for that. <laughs> yep, thanks <laughs> for we, your patience, everyone. Yeah, we were talking about top brands or uh, versus store brands or off brands. That was a that was a fun thing to look into. It's a hot topic. Hot topic indeed. We we hope everybody enjoyed that. We appreciated once again the the participation, the comments, and the love. Indeed. This week, though, like we mentioned, we wanted to get this episode in quickly. Uh, we've got my favorite time of the year happening, starting this time, or the this week, that is. It is March. And what does that mean for a, a fanatic of sports like me? St. Patrick's Day. You, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. In the, uh, back in the Chicago area, they like to dye the river green. Everybody should look that up. That'll freak you out. I, I remember yep. as a young child being very concerned about the fish. But yeah, that's exactly what we're celebrating. Do you really think there's On, fish in Chicago? Exactly. And if there are... They're green? What, what are they? Yeah, what, yes. are you, what are you pulling out of that river? Green and three, um, three gills and funky looking some kind of a carp hybrid i'm i'm sure with, yeah. with multiple heads yeah so really what's happening though is what's known as march madness yeah march in, madness in the college college basketball realm which i love i pay attention to all year i i look forward to this every year except for that one year in 2020 when they had to cancel it that was unthinkable but we made right. we made it through we're back so March Madness, this uh, this is a big, big deal. I've got some some fun facts for you, Matt, on March Madness. So this is a college basketball tournament that happens every year for both the men and women. I know you're a huge follower of basketball, more than more so than me, right? When it comes to oh, yeah. uh, football, I'm your guy. But when it comes yep. to basketball, you're the guy for sure. Matt, so Matt, you've you definitely have me beat on college football. But college basketball is my thing. So here we are. Here we are, baby. Now, what comes with this, it's a bracket. It's a huge bracket. 68 teams whittle themselves down to 64, and then they begin a, an actual tournament or a bracket-type tournament to find one overall winner. One right. to rule them all. And so this bracket invites a lot of competition within the college basketball world and outside of it. It invites a lot of participation from fans, or people who have nothing, no idea what college basketball is even participate in what's called a bracket challenge, where you can pick winners, compete against your friends or acquaintances, and you can score points and, and potentially beat your neighbor or your 
that sounded wrong. Uh, you, you don't want to beat your neighbor. <laughs> Edit that one out too. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that one Don't your in. neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone violence on the Assuminati podcast. That's right. But uh, yeah, you can, Love your you can get into healthy competition, kind of like fantasy football or, or some of these other non-real competitions. It's something you can you can enter into. Your Aunt Sally can enter into this thing and, and potentially win. So it's fun. And so Matt, Bob, and myself, we wanted to do an Assuminati bracket challenge with themes. So we'll explain that here in a little bit. Now, as people pick these brackets, I've got some fun facts here for you. Your Scared. odds of filling out or picking a perfect bracket, what do you think the odds are of having a perfect bracket? I bet your odds are higher getting hit by lightning. Not only that, that's funny you said that. This article that I read on Wallet Hub, they are lower than your odds of winning the lottery, getting struck by lightning, and having a boa constrictor emerge through the pipes in your toilet all on the same day. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. That was the meme they attached to it. Oh, that really? <laughs> it's as if you are on the same page. You, it's as if you're there with Wallet Hub. Wallet they up, say huh? your chances, your true chances of nailing every pick are one in 9.2 quintillion. Whoa. That's a big number. That's pretty remote chance. <laughs> so we have millions and millions of people filling out multiple brackets every year. So take all of that and then every little configuration 64 to 68 teams can give you. And okay, I, I can see a big number like that. Your hmm. chance. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's, yeah. So your I'm chances gonna, are very slim. Very, very slim. slim. Very slim. So, yeah, that, that's one of those things where it invites betting as well. So how much is bet on March Madness every year? This oh is my a, gosh. This is a staggering number. I'm going to say in the billions. It is. It absolutely is. The American Gaming Association estimates in the upcoming year, actually this stat was for 2022, they estimated 45 million people, or more than 17% of American adults, entered into official wagering on March Madness. Wow. And that came out to a total of an estimated $3.1 billion on the NCAA tournament. That's amazing. Just on one event. Like, well, I just, mean, I guess it's like multiple day event, <laughs> but still, it's one, just one thing. But that puts it up there with the Kentucky Derby and Super Bowl uh, as far as how much money it's is crazy. flowing based on the performance of 19-year-old men or women. <laughs> yeah, even crazier. Can, can you I mean, believe these are that? These kids my, my kid's age. <laughs> Don't date wow. yourself there, buddy. We yeah, can, that's We're going to be okay. But I, I've always <laughs> felt how crazy that was. It blew my mind how many people put money down on teenagers it's it's a little bit crazy you're you're putting a lot of yeah. pride and a lot of money on the line <laughs> for somebody definitely who wouldn't put much on my teenagers i'll tell you that much they, right now they can't even figure out their own laundry and yet That's we're right. putting we're, we're putting our bank accounts at risk here come on people like let's yeah, get real <laughs> let's figure this out uh, as far as now what happens is these teams they perform as best as they can all year it starts November-ish, and then it continues through the beginning of March. And then they are picked to come to this tournament if you happen to be one of the top 64 to 68 teams in the nation. 
and you are given a seed. So if you're the best team in the nation, you're given a one seed. If you're a team that barely got into the tournament, you're given a 16 seed. And there are four different areas of the bracket. So there's four number one seeds. There's four 16 seeds. There's four eight seeds. Oh, I hope that makes sense. You can so Google this. <laughs> maybe you can answer me a question, Brandon, that I've always had about this since you're kind of the the tournament mm. guru here on this, oh, yeah. at least on this call. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why is there a play-in team in each uh, bracket? Yeah, it's an oppor- it was an opportunity for them to expand the tournament. They, they found situations throughout the year since the creation of the tournament where a team was left off that shouldn't have been. So that this is just one way to try and get those four other teams, the, the last four in, they call it, another opportunity at a shot at the tournament. Now, some of those teams, they are playing for a chance to play against a one seed. <laughs> so you're basically playing a game to see who's going to lose to the best <laughs> team in the country or, or whatever yeah, right. top four. There's other areas where the some of these teams play for an 11 seed and they, they get to play a little bit of a lower seed. And so it's not as bad of a deal, but uh, huh. either way, these, these teams really don't have much of a chance. However, we've seen 11 seeds get through the first, second round, even into the third round of the tournament. So it's not like a death sentence for a lot of people. Anyway, it was just a way to expand the tournament without adding in a completely new round. It was just a quick little addendum to the tournament, if you will. Interesting. Well, and we, there you go. We All see the people that... that were wondering right along with me now have your answer. <laughs> and then there, I'm sure there's more to it. It's always follow the money whenever the tournament's involved. They couldn't justify adding a completely new round. You would have to go from 64 to 128, for example, to add a completely new round. And that, that was just a little bit mm-hmm. too much. That's almost every... Uh, that would be almost half the colleges in the country being able to get in. And so why even try so who determines the, the, n- the number of seed Is that so coaches? We've got a committee. We've got a committee much okay. like college football, the, the committee that picks who goes to the national championship tournament. Uh, same thing happens for college basketball. So this is an assortment of media, former coaches, athletic directors, some politicians are involved as well. Uh, they are asked to join this committee. And there's some controversy, some conspiracy claims that we'll get into with this committee as well. Because, again, they are picking, in their opinion, who the best teams in the country are to enter into the tournament. And they do snub or leave a team off here and there when the country feels that that team should have been included. So it's entirely opinion-based? <laughs> and that, what there, are numbers, there are numbers that go with it. They, they okay. use a BPI, a, a strength of schedule. They, they look at who you beat, who you lost to. And so your record, usually you need to get to at least 20 wins to get into the tournament. That's a general number. If you're less than that, maybe you beat some really, really good teams and had some bad luck, and they, they want you in the tournament anyway. My Michigan State Spartans this year are an example of that. They made it to 19 wins but they happen to beat a few of the top uh, teams in the country throughout the year. And they challenged themselves with a tougher schedule. So they were rewarded and they were let into the tournament as a seven seed. Just an example. Uh, But again, there is some subjectivity here, Matt. What do you think of that? 
Well, I think anytime you do that, there's there's an opportunity for some conspiracy. That's what I think. Absolutely. Uh, one of the big ones, this wasn't even a team that was snubbed. So UCLA, which we'll talk about again as we talk about our brackets, UCLA was given a two seed. So they're considered one of the top eight teams in the country is what that means. Hmm. They felt like they were a top four team and deserved a one seed in one of these areas of the bracket. They were mad. Their coach went to the media, threw a fit. (laughs) He believes that the March Madness Committee targeted them and punished them because they are planning to leave the Pac-12. Many of the committee are from the Pac-12. So he feels targeted. He feels snubbed. Again, so you're he saying was a- it's another California Karen. <laughs> That's exactly what what's going on here. What you're so, saying. So, and he threw, he threw a big fit. It's all over the news. You can go see the articles and, and the quotes from this coach. Wow. It really made him look bad, to tell you the truth. But they are yeah. using this as bulletin board material, as they call <clears> it. <throat> They're going to use this for motivation to try and do better in the tournament because they felt like they deserved a one seed. Now, what that means, if they got the one seed, they would have an easier path in the tournament to the end two seeds still get a pretty easy path, but they, they have slightly tougher teams, slightly higher seeds or ranks to beat along the way than a one seed. So the, I can see kind of why he was a little bit mad, but at the same time you're in the tournament, you're a high seed, use it as bulletin material, use it to motivate your team. It might end up being better for you in the long run to have that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, uh, yeah, they had a good year. So, yikes. Yeah, he went after the committee on that one, and he claimed conspiracy. He claimed. Wow. Not they, a good tar- they were targeted. Poor UCLA. Poor Southern California. <laughs> Just wow. feeling victimized here. Yeah. Like usual. So no terrible offense odds. to our California listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a few. Okay. I, I'm not sure if they're UCLA fans, but uh, they've got a good team this year. They got a good shot. So yeah. these seeds, it's a big deal. So as you pick your bracket this year, pay attention to some of the some of the other fun facts here. I'll just throw a quick couple quick ones at you. So a number five plays number twelve. So there's four of those matchups in this bracket: a uh, five seed versus a twelve seed. A twelve okay. being a lower seed. Every year, a 12 seed beats a five. Every year. Only a few years. They have not. Interesting. <laughs> and then there's, there's some years where two or three 12 seeds will beat a five. You'll see these, which is considered a big upset. And so as, as you're picking your bracket, look for a 12 to beat a five. That's always the rule. Okay. Good call. Always. Uh, here's an incredible stat. No five seed has ever won the tournament. Eights, nines, sevens, sixes have all won the tournament. But so a you're saying seed. it's not Duke's year this year. Huh? Five seed. It's interesting, right? Because Duke started coming on strong at the end. There's, I, I, I knew some people in the media who picked them to win it. But statistically, it's a no-no. Don't pick a five to win at all. Uh, the lowest ever to win, let me correct myself, uh, was an eight. It was Villanova back in 85 when cool people were born. Um, 
Yeah. It, it's interesting. Some of these stats, um, a, a Pacific or mountain time zone team has not won the tournament since 1997. Wow. That's interesting. That was, that was Arizona back in 97. Olson, Coach Olson. Yeah, a long time ago. And University of Utah went to the final the next year, lost to Kentucky. So that that was a that was a fun end of the nineties fun fact there. Yeah, it's just interesting. They uh, it's been East Coast, East Coast, East Coast, and then the last two winners have been Central Time Zone with Baylor and Kansas. So. Come on, Mountain West. Come on, Pacific Time I know. Zone. Get where it you, together. Where, where you make at? Us look stupid. Golly. Every year people pick Gonzaga to go far. They pick Arizona. They pick people like USC or UCLA. But statistically, they're they're up a crick there. <laughs> Without a paddle. <laughs> up a crick. <laughs> Spoken like a true uh, Michigan. Battle crickian. Yeah, battle crickian. <laughs> Okay, so those are some fun facts. Now, the theme this week, we're doing brackets based on themes, and we're going to see which one comes out on top. Now, this is March Madness, people. So this this is a time of year when everybody fills out brackets pretending to know about college basketball like me, and we inevitably lose to somebody like your Aunt Sally, who chooses the <laughs> team based on how cute the mascots are. Or their jersey or, color, right? Or their jersey color, or where they'd rather go on vacation. That's how fun this is, and that's why so many people participate. It's kind of like the Super Bowl commercials. You don't have to like sports to participate in the Super Bowl. Well, same thing here. You can get creative with your bracket and potentially win your office pool and make Randy, who thinks he's a, or Brandon, who thinks he's a March Madness expert, really, really mad and angry and question your life a little bit. Yeah, man. Okay. So here we are. We're going to make some bold predictions that are about as accurate as a blindfolded toddler here throwing darts at a, at a bracket target. Uh, the first theme that we wanted to try was an all top seed bracket. So we're just going to cop out. I filled out a bracket where the, the number one seeds dominate, the two seeds dominate. The th- anyway, if they're ranked higher, we put them through as the winner. And so all four of the final four are number one seeds. Now, Alabama this year is the number one overall seed. They're considered the best team in the country with Houston right behind them. So in our bracket of all top seeds, we have Alabama versus Houston, which fits the time zone thing here. It's an East Coast and a a central time zone here. And then we have Alabama winning it all. With a final score of 75-70 is is what I picked. It it fits past scores. So that's the top tier, the top seed bracket. We'll see how it does. We'll see how many points it can rack up. It'll be interesting. Number one seeds tend to win the title. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. The next bracket theme we wanted to try. Matt, do you want to talk about how you did yours? Yeah, sure. So I picked doing a bracket based on which place you would rather be. So (laughs) if it's like, uh, for example, you know, Arizona versus Princeton, you know, Arizona in the desert versus Princeton, New Jersey, right? Isn't Princeton in New Jersey? Yeah. yeah. They they call it the garden state, but I think it's, 
<laughs> it's not it's not really like any garden I've ever seen. So I went with Arizona, for example, on that one. Um, you know, and we, of course, there were some fun ones like all the California picks were pretty obvious because I'd much rather be in Southern California than than uh, Lansing, Michigan, for example. Oh, sorry, Brandon. Boo, boo. <laughs> and all of Brandon's people. Oh, you just you made a lot sorry of about that. Mad, I just so alienated so. half of our listeners. But uh, sorry, I'd rather be people. in Southern California. So it's not based on ability or anything else. It's just <laughs> um, place I'd rather be. So that's that's how we came up with the second bracket. That's a fun one, and that that's one that you see in office settings where somebody who knows nothing about basketball just forget it i'm just gonna pick where i'd rather go on vacation or where i'd rather live i'll admit there's some pretty low seeds that i got in the top top area so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out any crazy picks that you think will really really mess your bracket up Uh, let's look back at it yeah i think I think USC going to the national championship is pretty Ooh, remote. That's a long shot. <laughs> that's a long shot. Yeah. Um, but again, Southern California, and that's making it all the way through to the national championships. So I think that's going to be a pretty crazy pick. Um, a very not likely choice. Um, <laughs> okay. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now think about this. When you're a college kid, especially a sporting athlete, you're a top dog on campus do you want to be at a university with three feet of snow and terrible weather or would you rather be in a a place where that's desirable like a southern california a miami party school baby so this this bracket is not completely far-fetched there's some top tier athletes who pick schools because it's a more desirable location so it's not it's not a crazy idea it just it happens to be an accessible topic that people who know nothing about basketball can also make picks on. I think it's a fun bracket to look at. So a lot of a lot of Southern California, um, some Florida teams. Okay, you know, Florida basically, teams. give me a beach somewhere, and that's who's <laughs> in my top. <laughs> you, my made, top you made a few. Uh, you made a few picks based on culture, like music. That's true. I've got Memphis going pretty far, and that's okay. only because, you know, music. Yeah. Um, then I had Louisiana Louisiana going pretty far, which was a pretty remote pick as well, yeah, um, just because I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. You, you can let your heart kind of guide you a little bit, right? Places that you've been or places that you know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, really interesting to see how that pans out because, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> We'll We'll see. I I think it'll be fun to watch. I think that makes it much more interesting to when, when you, because there will be upsets every year. You see just a team you never thought had a chance, pull it off. Yeah. And and this type of a bracket, I think lends itself more to that. And, and so that'll be really fun. You can score some major points with some major upsets, which is where this, this type of a bracket might work. Nice. Yeah. Should we talk about what we set Bobby up with? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Bobby we'll has a complete bracket, though. So. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll, we'll force him into it. So Bobby has been given the assignment of mascot. So each each of these college teams have a mascot. Some of them are really weird. Some of them are ferocious. Some odd and tame. Some cute and cuddly. 
And so he will be doing a mascot bracket. I encouraged him to say, what if you put that mascot against the other mascot in a fight? I think that'd be a fun way to do it. (laughs) Or what's the cooler mascot or what's the cutest mascot? We'll see what Bobby goes with. But this is a battle of the mascots. So you've got yeah. some, any favorite mascots, Matt? Uh, yeah, but they're not in the tournament. So oh, no. Okay. <laughs> of course, Cosmo. Who doesn't like Cosmo? But ah, BYU. For the first yeah. year in like many years, BYU didn't make either the NIT uh, or the NCAA tournament. They Yikes. just got <laughs> rough year for the Cougs. But anyway, um, who else? What other? What other um, mascots are there? There's UCLA mascot. UCLA Bruins. So you got some ferocious, a lot of ferocious bears out there. Uh, Alabama, the number one overall seed is a a big elephant, right? Elephant. Yeah. Big old elephant. Got the Wildcats of Arizona, the Baylor Bears. There's a lot of bears in the tournament. Cavaliers. You got some some sword swordsmen. (laughs) Um, Is that Virginia? Meadows, Virginia. You've got some Aztecs, Warrior, Aztec Warriors of San Diego State. You got a lot of birds. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of birds out there for sure. Terrapins and Blue Jays. You got Tigers. Oh my. What's Duke's mascot? Duke is that devil, that blue oh, devil. Oh, that's right. The blue devil. Yeah. That's right. put in a, Arizona's put a, a sun devil. The sun devil. That'd be interesting. Battle of the Devils. You got the Aggies of Utah State. Yeah, go Aggies. They actually yeah. they got a pretty good team. They do. They got some shooters, and that's a big deal in the tournament. You can yeah. go far with some shooters. Uh, you got Wolves or the Wolf Pack, Cougars of Charleston, um, some Gauchos of Santa Barbara. That's an interesting one. Uh, Islanders, Red Hawks. What are some fun ones here? Uh, in years past, you've seen uh, Banana Slugs. You've seen <laughs> friars, <Wow. laughs> religious icons and, and mascots, a lot of tigers and lions, lions and tigers and bears. You've got some panthers and bulldogs. Yeah, there's Okay, so Kent State in Ohio, the golden flashes. Golden Flashes. Kent State Golden Flashes. What are you? Who are you? (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And they're navy blue and gold colors. That's interesting. The Golden Flashes. But anyway, so a lot of animals. You got the USC Trojans. Providence Friars are in the tournament. Oral Robert Eagles. So yeah, a lot of of ferocious animal type mascots with the occasional odd matchups so this will be interesting what bobby does with it um, it will be he'll probably win <laughs> again yeah does. yeah there, again there's a lot of bears there's a lot of cats a lot of birds interesting stuff all sorts of and when you look at past recent past winners it's a lot of birds it's a lot of cats it's it's bears um yeah there's a mess and tigers and bears oh my. oh my oh my there it is again Okay, so we'll see what Bobby comes up with. That's going to be a fun one. That, that's one that you could put in front of a six-year-old, and I think you could have fun with as well, is, is pick your favorite mascot. Pick your favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Is Maybe the we'll bear or the bird going to win? They, they family activity go, for you. Yeah, I think I'll do it. With the eight- and three-year-old. And, yeah, uh, not let's bad. Let's do it. 
Anyway, so that'll be fun to see which one comes out on top. I think we'll fill out a few real ones. See, see if our actual knowledge, our perceived knowledge, comes out ahead of luck. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So that'll be fun. Yeah, an interesting challenge. So that'll be fun. Be sure, for those of you listening at home, share your results. We'd love to see how good you are, too. I think next year we'll, we'll get ahead of this a little bit further and try and do an Assuminati listener challenge and, and, and have another prize. And It's a great idea. I think it'll be fun. And tell us what method you, you use. Exactly. We'd love to hear methods of your madness for months. <laughs> Yes, I like it. There we go. But it is my favorite time of the year. We hope everybody enjoys or, or doesn't enjoy. I mean, it's up to you to, to watch a ridiculous amount of games in the next couple of weeks. So at least fill out a bracket. Have fun. Maybe do a bracket challenge with your family, with your friends. And then again, we'll, we'll ask you what your methods are. And, and we'll see what the results are come April. Yeah, man. It'll Bring be it. fun. We'll, we'll get Bobby back on board and uh, see what he does with those mascots. It's going to be fun. Cool. Okay, everybody. Yeah, it does it. Well, uh, have a good night there, Matt. You too, friend. You too, Bobby. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast streaming services. Be sure to hit that like button. We recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode. And be sure, of course, to share with your friends. We'd also love to interact with you on social media as we post and prepare for our weekly episodes. Until next time on the Assuminati Podcast. <laughs>